Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji, we all of us are workers united, we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it is indeed a very good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed and as bushy-tailed as possible in a somewhat confused week. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, Buzzer. Oh, he's not here. Good morning, String Bean. He's not here. Uh, good morning, Annie. Who is here? Uh, the old Gorilla's here, mate. I would, I've, started, I've been in better form before. I'm still in shock at the Anzac Day game. That shitbag Collingwood team give us a pounding. I've got to say, I'm going to make it official now. We've got the worst coach going around. He couldn't coach a netball team. That Goddard, I don't know how Wobber Wob still got him. All he does is play loose man in defence, gets a million kicks, going, going sideways, and abuses the rest of the team. And we had a bit of bad luck there too. I was with me old mate Decker. His seat broke. <laughs> He got because wedged. he was jumping on it? Or? No, 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 no. He got wedged in between steel posts, old, old Decker. We needed a 50-pound jack to try and wedge him out of that. But, um, or a mobile crane. No, no, don't be like that. Don't be nasty. And uh, So one of the greatest days of all time. And uh, I'll tell you what, that is, they need a good look at themselves, some of those players at Essendon, I'll tell you. Well, by contrast. No, but a game that was supposed to be all around the Anzac spirit and all that. and The old diggers, mate, I'll tell you what. They should have oistered the white flag up before they started. Well, North Melbourne, break? by contrast, is going okay. And for all those who have heard me on the subject of our coach, Brad Scott, he's back in the good books because he finally listened to my advice and he put Majak Door back into the fence, where at least the boy's making some kind of contribution. Yeah, he got two kicks, did he? He took some crucial marks and we beat, Joel. We beat Hawthorne down... Uh, at uh, Eddie had, and I think it was a well, good if result. Well, if you're makes your hopes around Magic Door, mate, good no, luck. No, 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 I'm, I'm putting my hopes around Benny Brown. He's looking real good. 
But we are talking about Anzac Day, and uh, I mean, it comes around on the 25th of April every year, and this time it was a Wednesday in the middle of the week, and I do understand that, you know, there are a whole lot of public transport uh, projects going on, and they do need to be done because they're disruptive of people getting to work and all the rest of it. Don't tell but me. working on Anzac Day. It'd be the lowest. The whole day. Would be the lowest of low acts. So I think we've already decided that Lang O'Rourke, who were the contractor involved out at Rosanna, are going to be scallywags without any competition. But I've got to say, what about the blokes? What about the state government who excused it by saying this had all been planned in advance? Well, that's even worse. You get caught out, there's something going on, and you can't finish it. You can't finish a concrete pour. You can't finish putting a bridge beam in place or something like that. You get caught. That's a different matter. But planning planning it, it out to work Anzac Day. Even if they had just said, righto, we'll work after lunch. Even no, no, no. Even that's They went round the clock. Absolute disgrace. It is indeed a disgrace. And Where's this country heading? What's next? Well, that's a damn fine question. Well, I mean, you know, and, Anzac uh, Day. That'd, be the, that, that'd probably be the most sacred day of the year, wouldn't it, really, all jokes aside. Christmas Day, all the other days. Anzac Day, surely. Respect well, for our fallen soldiers and fought for the country. And respect for all those people who die in, in war. The families that have been left behind. But, no, our state government uh, and their contractor, Lang O'Rourke, uh, did not cover themselves in glory and uh, will keep on the subject. We should also mention that Friday was International Workers Memorial Day and there was a... Uh, a, well, a ceremony to recognise that and the uh, Occupational Health and Safety Reps meeting at the CFMEU was started early and finished early so that massive uh, attendance could be ensured. And again, this is the sort of thing that is part of every year where you remember those who have died in just going to work, doing their jobs. And not coming home. And not coming home. And we should mention that uh, maybe someone else didn't quite get home as expected uh, during the week. The bloke that went down in a screaming heap at the Banking Royal Commission. Oh, what about that? Gee, they they took, him, about, took him out in the stretcher, did they? Took him out in the stretcher, telling that many, and he's a, a solicitor as well, telling that many porky pies. But I mean, have a look at this Royal Commission of the banks, mate. The one we, they reckon there was no need for. Have they unearthed some rats there? Like uh, people are getting charged, people are dead are still getting charged. Uh, what else do they? What other rorts have gone, uh, Warren? Oh, there was a heap of them. Talk, talk, talk people into selling their family homes, and then uh, the investment that was suggested to them, which was going to be you know save their uh, their futures, all turned to, to shit, and now they haven't even got the family home anymore. Hey, what is it? AMP is it? AMP. They're not a bank, but I tell you what, oh. they make the banks look good. Aren't they shockers? Mate, it's unbelievable. Well, what did they get on us in the Royal Commission? Did they, Were they get anything on us? Or? Oh, I think the AWU exposed themselves. Oh, that's the right. the uh, National Union of Workers in New South Wales exposed themselves. And, of course, 
the, the redoubtable heroine of the working class, Kathy Jackson, of course, who's yeah. so sick she can't uh, face trial. But we, when it came to the CFMEU, I think they got one bloke in uh, Queensland, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was it. Well, I reckon we should make a donation to this one. Keep it going for a bit longer. I don't reckon. I reckon I run out of money in time. But all the rats are unearthed in the banks. Indeed, and, uh, and and what happened? Remember, we asked for a little bit of bridge and finance. We've only been with the Commonwealth Bank for seventy-five years. Uh, and actually, they, we've probably been with the Commonwealth Bank since about nineteen hundred and ten. But anyway, well, uh, I can't ruin a good story with a bit of fact. <laughs> well, uh, and they said that we're um, it used to be in our rules that you had to bank with the People's Bank, the Commonwealth Bank, and even when it was privatised, we've stayed with the Commonwealth Bank. And what they say we're we're not the kind of people they like dealing with, or something. Well, or? there was uh, yes. Well, we asked for uh, some bridging finance when we're selling uh, our old building in Swanston Street to buy the new one in Elizabeth Street. And just in case there was any shortfalls with money yeah, passing yeah. between the, the vendors and uh, the purchasers, we said, can we get bridging finance just for a couple of months, just in case something goes wrong? And they said? And they said, sorry, there's a little bit of... Uh, <coughs> Well, no, no we look, we're not the right characters or something. Well, or? they just sort of suggested that maybe it wasn't a good look to be doing anything with the uh, CFMEU. And since, hey? and since then, they've been caught laundering money. Laundering money, <laughs> ripping people Drug dealers, off. ripping people off, charging dead people. And we didn't even actually want any money out of them. We just wanted a facility not, in case we needed some. not the point. The point was... We were not considered to be uh, <coughs> upstanding citizens. Yeah, yeah. But because, they are. Because there were some charges against the secretary and the uh, assistant secretary arising out of uh, matters which are purely industrial. Yet to be proven. And yet to be proven. I haven't even got to the committal stage yet. But, oh no, the Commonwealth Bank made some judgment and said, no, 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 uh, we can't be seen to be doing any business with the CFMEU. We should write a letter despite back. The fa- despite the fact that uh, the CFMEU had plenty of money actually in the Commonwealth Bank on term deposit. We should write a letter back. So we'd decide to take our money out. We don't be seen doing business with very, um, what's the word, uh, Warren? Anything on the four letters, you know I'm staff. Inscrupulous, unscrupulous people. Unscrupulous. Yeah, see? I shouldn't have yes. tried that. But, of course, where do we take the money to? Um, the old boot, like the BLF does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll cash it out and hide it. But no, it, the problem is it's not a case of one bank or one financial institution. It is a case of everybody across the board. And people, as it was appeared uh, in the latest uh, exposés that are coming out about the banks, people are able to borrow 10 times their income. Now, 10 times your income means how the hell are you paying for it? So they're talking people into loans which they cannot service. So then they have to get a second mortgage, which means they can't service that either. And before you know where you are, the bank has got the house. So there's a lot of people, including members of the CFMEU, who get themselves into trouble. And one of the things that Interlink does is provide financial uh, assistance in the terms of advice. And uh, when people get themselves into deep, deep shit, 
there is an ability and always has been an ability for people to ask for some of their redundancy money to meet those sorts of problems. CBUS do a similar thing. But now we understand more and more that rather than blame the borrower, rather than blame the working person who's simply trying to have something decent in their lives, they are led into all sorts of crazy uh, loans and investments which suits the bank, doesn't suit the person who is doing the banking. But, yeah, so uh, happy days there. So uh, maybe we'll cut to a track. Yeah, we need something after that. <clears throat> and I've picked uh, Jefferson John and the Id and uh, play a little track called Big Time Operator because this is dedicated to all those banks who thought they were so bloody smart. All the banks, they thought they were big-time operators. They were above reproach, could not be done. And their friends in the Turnbull government were trying to change the laws to make it even easier for them. And hasn't that all come totally unstuck? Aren't they getting tra- tax rebates too? Oh, well, the company tax uh, rebates coming for them. Hey, okay, so someone's operating a small business. Maybe they need a bit of help. Commonwealth Bank, the ANZ, the National, they don't need any help. They've been helping themselves for years. Well and I might just, just raise, as I do, in my totally negative way, when did all this start? Back in the 1980s. And in the 1990s, and it was a bloody Labor government. Eh? And while I have a bit of time for Paul Keating, uh, at the time he was the treasurer and he helped totally deregulate the banking industry. And that has not been mentioned and it should be. Because just like the industrial relations laws, the Fair Work Act and all the rest of it, however bad our friends in the, the Liberal Party, the National Party are, this is a paid political announcement, folks, they may be bad, but at least you know whose side they're on when they're supposed to be on your side and they just stuff it all up. That is a problem. But that was a trip down miserable memory lane. We will now go on to some other matters. I'm going out the window. You've just about depressed me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to cut me wrist myself. But never mind. We should mention that even in the depths of depression, 
There's always a light, and the light is that the ACTU has started the campaign to change the rules, and the next big turnout is on May the 9th. There's going to be a rally, start at Trades Hall, and we are... 10 a.m. 10 a.m., and we are going to uh, shut down the streets of Melbourne. So, folks, make sure on the 9th of May, you're all there, because it's about time the ACTU did something. But now that they are, we should get out there and support them, and keep pushing them along, because there's a lot to be done, there's a lot to be caught up with, and the Fair Work Act and all this other bullshit legislation that was introduced under the Rudd and Gillard governments has got to be dealt with just like the Liberal Party legislation has to be dealt with. So folks, the fight back starts and we're fighting back. Yep, yeah, we expect a big turnout that day. Bring your wife and children if you like, more the merrier. And uh, as we say, well, well I've been a bit of a critic of ACTU for years, but uh, Sully McManus is obviously definitely a bright light and... Uh, so it's no excuses. We all get out and support the campaign, change the rules, because that's what they've done the last 20 years. They've just chipped away the rules and made it impossible for unions to operate, especially in uh, the other oh, different injuries than ours, although they've, got, they've made it harder for us as well. But, I mean, this is a chance to try and change the rules, get them back in our favour so we can get more union members. And do the job that unions are supposed to do, and in a capitalist system, that is defend the wages and conditions and the treatment of those people who can't get ahead on their own. They need to be in a collective position to negotiate those wages and conditions. And just a little aside, I'm not a great fan of the Fair Work Commission, as you know, and I'm not a particularly great fan of... You don't of, like anything. I do. I do like some things, but the stuff we discuss on this program unfortunately depresses me considerably. And when I heard the uh, Fair Work Ombudsman talking about uh, the hospitality industry, it reminded me just how bad things are for so many people. The hospitality industry, the people that work in cafes and takeaways and all those sorts of things, are probably the lowest paid in uh, any sector of industry. It's also very de-unionised, and they make up probably less than 10% of the total workforce in Australia. But according to the Fair Work Ombudsman, 40% of the complaints about underpayment and wage theft. So if that doesn't tell you what's happening and has been going on for 25 years or more under all sorts of governments, then I never thought of a better reason to get rallied Uh, having the rally on the 9th and getting on with getting organised and fighting back. Anyway, so the 9th is it. We need to fight back. Now, I'm going to make myself equally unpopular because I'm going to raise a little issue that maybe people should think about. The Andrews Labor government in Victoria have uh, promised to spend a huge amount of money on football. All levels, all levels of football, But the top end down to the lower end, and I'm not going to disagree with giving money to women's sport, to kids and all the rest of it. I don't think with the total lack of a public housing investment, which is so necessary, we can afford to spend money on the top end. It has absolutely got 
to the ridiculous stage. How much the story book? after story about women and kids having to live in cars, people living on the streets who are not people who have any other problem than no money. They haven't got mental problems. They haven't got drug problems. They're just living on the street because they've got no bloody job. They've got no money. And we, in this society, can't provide public housing. It is a disgrace. And Daniel, I'm sorry, son. Putting a whole lot of money into the MCG might get you re-elected. But I I wouldn't want to claim that as a bloody great victory. Well, yeah. And, I mean, Port Melbourne was promised heaps to what they get. Nothing. Again. Indeed. I'm sorry, Al, I did say that word. Uh, indeed. indeed. <laughs> now you got me saying indeed. Yes. <laughs> Righto. So we were going to talk about uh, scallywags, and we had quite a few. We had qu- quite a few, just in the civil sector. Indeed. We had uh, a huge number of people, and uh, we, don't we think lost it's... all interest when we, when we thought about it. Anzac Day, working on uh, NEPA, the northeast uh, rail projects out to Hurstbridge, to have Lang O'Rourke working non-stop through Anzac Day, I think they just won it by an absolute street. Not worth mentioning anyone else, that's for sure. Righto. Geez, that's going to be hard to beat for the whole... whole someone's going to have to do a real uh, uh, un- un-Christian task to be able to knock that off during the year. Well, there's, I bet you there's a few, few who will try. Someone's <laughs> going to try. There's no doubt that's about right. that. Now, what about uh, Suki Lala's? We've had a few. Well, who we got? Well, Dario at Hayser. He's oh, one. Oh, yeah, Dario at Hayser. Yeah, yeah. Dario, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got... Uh, the NBA having a bit of a whinge about uh, how uh, difficult it all is with uh, getting, uh, shall we say, legislation which is going to save the world. You know, the ensuring integrity legislation has uh, not got up. The anti-union legislation introduced but never got through the Senate. There's a whole lot of people out there, but the old Dars, eh? Daria. Oh, Dario, you know, oh, the old the whole world's on my shoulders, Dario. Yeah, he did a bit of sulking, made a promise. But anyway, yeah, you know, it's a bit of time for him to keep it. Rightio. Now, we should also send a couple of cheerios. Uh, Richie Hassett. Young yeah, Richie uh, down in Tassie. Yep, he's back on the job. He's uh, had a serious issue which has uh, required some serious treatment and... Uh, I'm, I'm sure he did not enjoy it, but he has come out the other end and he is uh, rebuilding and he is bouncing already back. bouncing back on the jobs. And unfortunately, he's been prosecuted by our good friends, the ABCC, who, of course, think that bad language is a crime against humanity. Yeah, they, but well, they've been charged for swearing. I wonder where's all this going, honestly. Yeah, well, you use bad language. I mean, you can use bad language on TV any day of the week, but use it on a job. It is considered to be intimidation. That uh, you are actually taking a course of action which is aimed at intimidating the employer. Well, come on. 
I bet you in any conversation on a job in this city, in this state, in this state and Tasmania, the F word is used as punctuation. The question is, was someone being threatened or someone being abused, a use of bad language, federal court judges like Richard Tracy and the rest of them are all absolutely disgusted by the F word and every other word that... uh, a lot of people in the construction industry use on a regular basis. Anyway, cheerio to Richie. Keep fighting, son. We expect to uh, see a lot more of young Richie this year now that he's uh, back on back in harness. Should also send a cheerio to a new organiser, Jerry McCrudden. Jerry, good, very good man. Irish yep. boy. Yep. A Liverpool supporter. We we're very happy on... Uh, Wednesday morning, we beat Roma. Should have beaten them uh, a bit more decisively because two away goals is not good. But never mind. We're on a roll. And Jerry's going to roll too because guess what he got? He got infrastructure. So Jerry and uh, the rest, Paul and uh, the other Jerry, McQuaid, Joe and and Johnny Thompson are all on uh, infrastructure and there's... A lot of work to be done there. There's a lot of complaints uh, we have against these major consortiums that have been engaged by the state government to do these jobs. So, Jerry, you got it in front of your son, but I bet you you'll do a top job. We should mention Elaine. And we should also mention Elaine Morey, who has been uh, an employee of the union for quite an ex- a substantial period of time, um, and who is retiring and retired on Friday and uh, Kat's taken over as the uh, membership manager. Good on you, Kat. So Elaine, but Elaine as, as I call the grumpy, is um, going to greener pastures, I suppose, but uh, she's been fantastic for the uh, union and fantastic for the organisers. She was always great to sort out our problems and issues when we're on jobs trying to get blokes' tickets fixed up and all that. Elaine, you'll be so, uh, sorely missed. Indeed. Grumpy. <laughs> right, I will go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, we we'll lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going to go out with Dan Sultan. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.